Hope will arise out of the ashes of our past broken relationships, fractured families, and personal struggles. Come walk a mile with me as we allow Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Grab your shoes, lace them up as we start strolling through this week's episode. Continuing the Offendable Me series, today is Cheese Happens. We have all experienced those moments when we have been sliced and diced by the intentional cruelty of another. Those moments that catch us so off guard in their seemingly random, unprovoked thrust of a dagger aimed directly at our hearts. One of mine involved cheese. We were seated around the crowded table when I overheard about this amazing cheese provided and how this other person just had to try it. They refused the offered cheese and my curiosity was piqued, so I asked, may I try that? It's in the fridge, was the reply as the person laughed. Honestly, my jaw dropped. They were completely okay giving it away to this other person, but not to me. As they looked at my shocked expression, they commented, if you notice, I'm still eating here, justifying their actions as they intentionally turned their gaze away, reveling in their choice to withhold. Relationships can be so hard to navigate and intentional withholding of connection by shunning is a cruelty used to control and manipulate that is as old as time itself. I am going to punish you by showing just how little I value you while demonstrating how much I value someone else. It's okay to evaluate if this relationship should continue or not, and if it does, how much are you willing to invest into it? We also need to ask God if the purpose he has for us in the relationship has been accomplished. Hurting people hurt people is very true, but that doesn't mean you should stand there as a punching bag. We see multiple times where Jesus himself avoided or left a place so they could not kill him. After this, Jesus traveled around Galilee. He wanted to Stay out of Judea, where the Jewish leaders were plotting his death, John 7, 1. But he passed right through the crowds and went on his way, Luke 4, 30. We also have biblical guidance in this as well. Whoever does not welcome you, nor listen to your message as you leave the house or city, shake the dust of it off of your feet in contempt breaking all ties. Matthew 10, 14. Now, this does not mean you scrap every relationship the moment conflict arises. The spaghetti of interwoven relationships is seriously not this clear cut. And simply holding your tongue doesn't always stop the verbal daggers or intentional lacerating actions. Several years ago, due to a mutual relationship, I was subjected to similar daggers. Anytime I would attempt to interact, speak, or simply walk into a room, they would ignore me as if I never even existed. They even went so far in showing their dislike, disapproval, that they literally turned their backs towards me every time I attempted to say hello or offer polite courtesies. 
Out of respect for our mutual connection, I endured this treatment for years until I decided it was enough. I knew this decision would create vast ripples, but I needed to no longer be in the room with knives. These painful attacks of disrespectful shunning and rejection are still tender wounds trying to heal. In these traumatizing situations where choice of connection has been stripped from us, it is important to focus on what we do have control over, our response. By continuing to force myself to be subjected to their attacks, it thinned my ability to respond properly. I then started to simply react. Reacting further escalates already bad situations. I frankly didn't have good boundaries. I do not have control if someone wants to turn their back towards me instead of engaging in civil adult interaction. I do have a choice as to whether or not and where the location I will attempt to interact and I should have boundaries so that I can safely connect. In all reality, we have to connect with people that don't necessarily like us. So how do we do that? Boundaries. I clearly stated that I expected to be treated at the bare minimum like a coworker that they hated. This involves greeting with no turning of backs as that would be inappropriate towards a coworker. We have to interact with polite decorum in the workplace and we should expect the same treatment in our personal relationships. If they could not or would not be willing to do so, then they could not participate in my life or my mental well-being. It's okay to establish safe ways to connect with people. Now, Jesus talks about attacks and retaliation in Matthew 5, 38 through 48. Uh, You hear about eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But Jesus said, Do not resist the one who is evil. If they slap you on the right cheek, give them the other. If they take your tunic, give them the cloak. If they force you to go one mile, go two. Give to the one who begs. And you've heard it said, if you love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and says, rain, to the just and the unjust. So if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? You must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. This is why I believe going no contact should only be reserved for the most severe cases. We are to love like Jesus and very few people are so toxic and narcissistic that we can't engage at some level. We have truly overused these words to justify running from relational conflicts instead of learning to understand. Consider first hitting the pause button until they or you de-escalate. When a person is intent on causing pain, it's okay to separate for a while to assess if there's a possibility of future connection. Seek the Lord on where you have any culpability. God will always deal with you on some level and there's always some area of growth to be found if you want to choose to bloom. Now, When withholding of cheese happens, 
try your best to assess if it's an isolated incident or someone simply having a bad day as grace extended never goes out of style. What's the underlying conflict and can it be resolved? However, if it's a pattern, then you can decide if you want to navigate, minimize, or avoid it. If someone is intent on misunderstanding, then no one will get them to see anything other than a villain. At this point, it's okay to shake the proverbial dust from your feet to move on. Sometimes you simply must just sit at a different table when others don't share their cheese. I am grateful you decided to walk a mile with me, your host, Maria Wingard, on the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I pray that through our conversation, Jesus reveals how he is bridging broken to breakthrough as we stroll through another mile in this journey called life. Hope will arise if you let him in your life today. To listen to past episodes or find out more, please visit hopewillarise.com.